Hello, audience, and welcome back to Popcorn Prattle. I am, of course, one of your hosts, Mr. Marcus Sally, executive producer of Shenanigans Incorporated and one of the co-founders of Popcorn Prattle. Audience, we have missed you so, 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 so very much. If this is your first time listening to Popcorn Prattle, uh, oh, welcome to the show. We are just a couple of nerds who like to uh, talk about movies, but not in a pretentious way, but in a way like you're talking to your best good buddy right after you see the movie. Uh, and so I'm joined, of course, by my best two buddies. You know them. You love them. Let me introduce them. It's the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Bailey. Stephen, say hi to the folks at home. Hey, folks at home, I want to give a big thank you and shout out to James Rolf, the angry video game nerd, for originating the joke that I will be using tonight, the joke that starts with the word boo and ends with the words haunted house. I think you're literally the only person who gets that, Stephen. <laughs> literally the yeah. only person that gets that. And of course, you know her, you love her. She's the ever so lovely, ever so talented, Miss Lindley Key. Lindley, say hi to the folks at home. Hi, Paul Bettany. Oh, look at that. Yeah. (laughs) God, I'm good. Every (laughs) Every time you do that, I just think, oh, Nightsfield was such a good movie. (laughs) It is a good it's still it is a good movie. It it holds up. I I watched it. I was on a double date at my friend. Um, actually, it was it was Dave. Hey, Dave. Um, <laughs> we were watching Dave. Dave. <laughs> Stop saying his name like that. We we were watching. Uh, I actually had. I actually picked a. Mo- I actually picked a whole bunch of movies, and we all voted on Knight's Tale, and we watched it, and we all loved it. I mean, we did make fun of Jocelyn because. Everybody else in that movie went on to do something big, except except, except for her. Although, for her. literally, though, a week later, I saw her on Law & Order, SVU. Hmm. Yeah. 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 She was trying to get Stabler in jail. So then, I didn't, oh, so, so then I didn't like her as much anymore. Sorry. During the summertime, I get really into Law & Order, SVU. It's so good. <laughs> It sounds like a personal problem. It is a personal problem. Um, <laughs> audience, uh, we have a great slate of topics um, for you tonight. Uh, first up, we are going to once again revisit our new favorite segment. Um, literally everybody I told this segment to, uh, they thought it was the best thing ever. Uh, the segment is known as Go Home DC, You're Drunk. Uh, where we'll be discussing the Justice League trailer because, yeah, I got some words. Um, <laughs> we'll also be talking about uh, the Pacific Rim trailer. Uh, sorry, Pacific Rim Uprising, to be spe- uh, to be specific. Uh, we'll also be discussing, it actually just dropped today, actually, uh, when we're recording this, uh, the new Mutants trailer, which not... Not your typical X-Men trailer. Um, we're going to talk about it um, with just a, a hint of talking about, as Stephen calls them, dollar store mutants, the Inhumans, because I have some, I have some dollar store X-Men. I have some, I have some thoughts and, and I want to ask Lindley what, what she thought now that I've, now that I've gotten a chance to see it. We're going to talk about it. 
Uh, and then, of course, we're going to end the show uh, because it is getting close to December. And as we all know, December is officially Star Wars month. So we're going to talk about uh, Indy. We're going we're gonna to talk about The Last Jedi. Are you guys ready? Ready, Freddy. All right, guys, let's prattle. So, you guys, for those of you... Oh, wait, wait, before we start, before we start, I, Marcus. Nope, I was, I was literally about to... No. Oh, my gosh, go ahead. But I have so I gotta get something, I gotta oh get something God. first. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, while she gets something, Marcus and I will chit-chat. Marcus, no, how are you doing today? I gotta get my Szechuan sauce that I paid $200 for on eBay. Never mind, she got it. <laughs> Sauce, God, people. I'm gonna have fun editing that. <laughs> that, that. <laughs> gonna have fun editing that train wreck. <laughs> this is me trying to do a segue. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> go ahead, Lindley. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so yeah. Start from start from start start from the this? beginning. Start from the beginning. I'm gonna edit all that last stuff out. You sure? Because usually when you say you're gonna edit stuff, I listen to the podcast and be like, "Didn't he say he was gonna edit this out?" Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit that last part out. <laughs> okay. Thought that was funny. I mean, I don't have to. I can okay, edit. Where do you want I can me edit. Start from? I can edit this new stuff out. That was just a damn train wreck. <laughs> if we keep talking, we'll give him even more to edit out. I know. <laughs> okay, where do you want me to start from? Uh, I'm gonna. So I just I just finished saying let's prattle. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Wait, wait, wait! Before we start, I gotta get something. I'm hungry. What What you hungry for, Lindley? My Szechuan sauce that I paid two hundred dollars for on eBay. Did you guys hear about what this? What happened? What? This, this, uh, so what? there's this little show. It's called Rick and Morty. Just a little, just a little show. Just a little bit. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. in one episode of Rick and Morty, they apparently mentioned a dipping sauce that McDonald's had in the '90s that would tied along with Mulan coming out. This is Szechuan sauce to dip your nuggets in. They mentioned it once. The internet went insane. So in order to please the people of the internet, McDonald's was like, oh, yeah, sure. We'll we'll do like a special. We'll bring it back for, for one time only. They gave about 20 packets per store, not knowing that hundreds of people would be flocking to McDonald's rioting, yelling at employees, <laughs> they're, a- they're angry because a-, a discontinued sauce is still discontinued. <laughs> that's, not that's not even the worst of it. There's video of a guy who got one of the packets of sauce and people would pay him about $10 to tip one nugget in the sauce. To dip one nugget. Oh my god. I weep for humanity sometimes. I've officially lost all faith now. Look, as of all the things to get upset in today's world, we're gonna go after Mc 
McDonald's. Szechuan sauce. Give me my Szechuan. But it just, it kind of shows just how pop culture and these TV shows that have just gotten so much attention fuel our brains and make us do crazy things. Love doesn't do make us do crazy things. Cartoons do. Good cartoons do. Good cartoons. But I tried. I will say I've I've I mean I love Rick and Morty. Um I've been watched mm-hmm. like the entire season in like a week. Oh wow. It and I my first episode my the first episode I ever saw was that episode with the Szechuan sauce. It it is such like a small uh, like a smaller joke in that episode. Like so many other things happen in that episode. But like mm-hmm. Rick has like a rant at the at the end of the show where he talks about like getting rid of the dad and like destroying the government and becoming the de facto leader of, of Morty's household so that they can go on adventures so that eventually he can get Szechuan sauce. <laughs> But it's funny because he gets really adamant about the Szechuan sauce. Like, that's the joke. But for some reason, the people people. were like, oh, we need need Szechuan sauce because it must be good because Rick and Morty said it was good. Like, (laughs) what? That's what you're going to get up in arms about? As wow. as the late Doctor Tribble would say, this world is going to hell in a rickshaw. R.I.P. Doctor Tribble. Well, what what is my question to you guys is, what is one thing if you could bring it back, Rick and Morty Szechuan sauce style? What would it be? Oh, eight track tapes, of course. No, I'm kidding. You don't even. You've never even used the A track. Stop it. Half the people who listen to this Whoa. show probably don't know Whoa. what eight tracks are. Bingo. Well, they people can Google it. What cassette tapes are? Bingo. Well, they can Google that too. And Marcus, I have used eight track tapes, and I was being jokey. Oh, I, I was not say being a hipster. <laughs> well, he's Yo. he's that. He is that too. <laughs> Go on, Stephen. What would you bring back, along with your HR Okay, tapes? so um, no, no, no. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> sort of, not really though. Um, what I would bring back. Um, so Hardee's did a campaign uh, when Apollo 13 came out, where um, they uh, it was like they would give you sections of the Saturn V rocket and they all came with like a collection of pogs. Um, pogs kids were basically little cardboard coins that you could flip and they had pictures from whatever. And in this case, it was from the movie Apollo 13. Um, and there was one like a uh, silver coin um, that said A13 on it. And I had like three sections of the rocket. It was really cool. But I never was able to, uh, get the whole rocket, but like you would collect them and put, if you got all the pieces together and build the whole rocket. And I just, I think of like all the promotions uh, and things that happened back then. That was the one I think I always wanted uh, to finish. And I still wouldn't mind finishing that because it was just such a 
such a cool thing. I don't even, it was Hardee's. Hardee's did it. I didn't even realize Hardee's did like uh, Happy Meal kind of things um, until then. I think I'm looking at this now. It looks like they did one for Big Guy and Rusty. Big Guy and Rusty the Boy Robot. Mm. What um, was that? It was a cartoon show on Fox Kids, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah, I didn't even realize Hardy's did promotions like that, but I always remembered, like, of all of them, uh, I felt like uh, the pogs for Apollo 13 were pretty cool. Um, but that's that's what I would say bring back. How about y'all? What would, what would y'all bring back? Marcus? Well, even though they've kind of made Pokemon into such a big joke nowadays, um, that's right, I said it. How you gonna how you gonna make a Pokemon based off an actual animal? That's ridiculous. Um, no no kind of creativity. Pikachu is basically a rat. No, there's no creativity anymore. Look at the Pokemon nowadays. There's no creativity. They're just like let's throw some shapes. There's literally one. <laughs> there's literally one that is just keys with eyes. Bingo. Yeah. But back in the day, um, in the '90s, I think. Uh, there was this promotion with Burger King where they had a, uh, uh, Pokeball. It was very shiny, and inside this shiny Pokeball was a gold-plated Pokemon card. I remember those! Yes. And they had, like, it was like, um... Like, it was like, um, I think it was like all the starter Pokemon. I think it was like all the starter Pokemon. So it was like Pikachu and <laughs> and Charmander and Bulbasaur and Squirtle. Uh, I think one was like a Mewtwo or like it was like a legendary Pokemon. But either way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There was a Charizard. There was a Jigglypuff, a Togepi, a Pikachu. And for some reason, Poliwhirl. Why do you know all that? That's kind of a random one. Yeah, well, I'm 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 looking at the list right here. Okay, yeah. I thought you were being a weirdo again, and you just you remembered all of those things. And I'm like, why am I not surprised that he remembers what Pokemon were in there? He listens. The man listens to Ajax <laughs> But yeah, that's 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 what I would bring back. That's what I would bring back. Plus, I still have mine, so they're probably worth at least a little bit. While Lindley's talking, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up on eBay how much I can get for those. <laughs> well, mine was. Do you remember push push up pops? They, yes. They weren't popsicles. They weren't popsicles. They're more like ice cream that you, you push. You, you the the name is implied what you do with it. Push pop. I think they're still around. They are. But for some they reason, are. there's one fault to these millennial push-up pops. There are no Flintstones anywhere on the wrappings. And a push-up pop is only as good as its Flintstone memorabilia. Hmm. I, re- I just remember. That was so fondly. That was something I remember so fondly was push-up pops always associated with Flintstones. And now seeing them now, I'm just like, where are the Flintstones? You have to have push-up pops with Flintstones. It's a tragedy, I know. It's such a tragedy. Did you ever watch... Did you ever watch the Flintstone Kids show? Yep. 
You yep. mean the cartoon the Flintstones? No, 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 no. Yeah. No, but it was like... No, no, no. But no, it was... They were kids. They were kids. Yeah. It was like, like Muppet, Muppet Babies. Baby yeah. Style? Yeah. What? It was like Muppet Babies oh, and God. then Flintstone Kids and then a uh, pup named Scooby-Doo and then Tiny Toon Adventures. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like at the same time. Yeah. Was it just Flintstone Kids? I don't know what it was called. See, well, Were there push-up pops in Flintstone Kids? Steven, listen to your A-tracks. Oh, find, out what, find out what it was called. Looking Wait, it up now. I do remember this. Okay, yes, I do remember What that. was it called? The Flintstones Kids. The Flintstone Kids. Yeah. And it's available on iTunes, apparently. Oh. So is this podcast. Hey. <laughs> hey. Except for Cha-ching. Except for the people that are listening to this are either listening to it already on iTunes and they're like, um... Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they're listening, <laughs> right? Or they're, or they're listening to it on those, and they're like, "I'm not going to iTunes." Yeah, but Dabba don't. Oh my gosh, that was the worst joke you've ever said. Just getting them all out now because I won't have any left. <laughs> that is that is true. Uh, get them out now because we're yeah. about to get a wee bit angry. In I'll just say it, it's my personal favorite segment. Go home, DC. You're drunk. Specifically, talking about the Justice League trailer, guys. If I may, may I please, may I please begin to lay the smackdown upon this trailer. Go forth, my son. Because so many people came out and they were like, like, oh, man, I can't wait for Justice League. Like, oh, this looks awesome. This looks like it's going to be a great movie. Look out, Marvel. These are actual things that I read online. And the only th- and one person, one person spoke the truth, and I actually loved the comment. Somebody said, yeah, look out, Marvel. Like they had to watch out for Suicide Squad. And I liked the heck out of that comment because it was so true. And I wanted to say it myself, but he beat me to the punch. Um, Look, I want this movie to be good, okay? I would love – I want to watch the Justice League on the big screen. But here's what this trailer has done. This trailer, number one, they learned their lesson – they are. They still have not shown Superman, which is nice. I mean, we know that he's coming back. I love the fake out that they did. I don't. I I liked it because I was because I sat there as as a, not a a casual fan, but as a comic book fan, I sat there being like, really, really DC, this is what you're gonna do. You're gonna show oh, oh, it's a dream sequence, but then. Then I got sad because I'm like, wait a minute. Are we going to see a whole bunch of dream sequences with Superman? Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> that was my thought when you said that. Like we had just the, the words dream sequence isn't giving you a red flag. I, well, it didn't at first and then it did. <laughs> because I was like, I was like, if I see another Bruce Wayne brooding and having a, a, a doggone dream sequence, in front of Martha's grave, 
I'm going to be so <laughs> angry in that theater. You're like, like, what is going on? Oh, shoot. It's just a dream sequence. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's no. a dream sequence. <laughs> <laughs> um, Run for your lives. Clearly, clearly, The Flash is going to be the comic relief of the movie. Well, so is Aquaman. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not sure if I like Aquaman being so funny. I don't mind it. I'm so like Aquaman is not that interesting on its own. For to him just be like my man, I'm like okay, that's actually kind of engaging. But that's I see. I don't think it's a game. I find it corny. I'm like, why? Why did you just say it like that? I'm like, that's just awkward. Like, be the Samoan badass. You know what would be really bad? What's that? If that, you know what came before that line? Hmm. Dude, your mom's name Martha? My name, my mom's name's Martha. My man. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Every, every hero in the DC universe, their, their, their mother's name is Martha. We've established this? Jesus wept. That's gonna be how they beat Darkseid. They're just gonna come to Darkseid, and it's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be like, "Hey, what's your mom's name?" Martha. Oh man. Hey, welcome to the club. Hey, my man. My my man. <laughs> um, I think that the CGI in this movie looks craptastic. Um, first off, there's too much of it. There's way, way, way too much of it. Especially, and I'm I'm guessing what is the final battle with the parademons, and yeah. there's it's just it just it as my friend Fred Franklin would say it just looks awful. It's just awful, and I and I'm sitting there and I'm, and I'm watching it and I'm like, like why is Batman in a tank? Why is Wonder Woman like the only clips I see of Wonder Woman is she's smiling. Like, did you notice that? There's nothing of her, like, fighting or, like, being the Wonder Woman that we got to see in the movie, in the her in her own movie. It's just her, like, smiling at Bruce. And she smiles knowingly at Bruce. And I'm sure there's even, like, uh, like in the, in the stage directions, smiles knowingly at Bruce Wayne, smiles knowingly at Batman. And I'm like, okay, I get it. You want to set them up to be potential love interests at some point because reasons. Yes, yes. Oh, oh, please believe me. Tell me that does not sound like something that Zack Snyder would do. I really no, hope would. not. I mean, even in Wonder Woman, it seemed like the, like, I found the original. Maybe you'll tell me your story one day. And I'm just like, no, don't make this a thing. Oh, no, it's going to be a no, thing, Lindley. Wonder Woman don't need no man. She got Steve Trevor. Oh, no, she need, no, she needs a man, okay? Because this, this is a movie where we have shirtless Aquaman. Going, my man. And we got, <laughs> and we got, we got, we got the Flash running oh around like God. a dog on idiot, talking about some. Hey, it's the bad signal. It's sh- oh, sh- oh, oh, it's the bad signal. That's your signal. Uh, 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 uh. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. Okay, like the Flash is. He's kind of goofy. He's like, he's like the kid, but I like. I prefer. Justice League slash Justice League Unlimited Flash, where he's a dog on adult. Also, 
Bruce Wayne is way too old to be doing anything with these people. Okay? He looks like an old time. He looks like he can't keep up. Do you forget that Wonder Woman was around in World War One? She's older than all of them. Well, you know what? She could still fight. She's part God. What's Bruce's excuse? Bruce, I'm very rich. I'm rich. Worst. I hate that. I hate that line. So, as a Batman fan, I hate that line. I like that. I like that. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Good lord. What was the other thing that I hated about that trailer? (laughs) There was something else. Uh, Oh, Steppenwolf looks horrible. Like the CGI of Steppenwolf just looks terrible. So I I am not excited for Justice League. As Dave would say, that means that Justice League's gonna be a smash hit. But Oh, you know it's gonna be a hit money wise. I mean it is, but here's the thing. I would be curious if Thor Ragnarok doesn't beat it still. Like, once it comes out. Because it's like two weeks later after Thor Ragnarok. I would not be surprised if Thor Ragnarok still holds the title of being, like, number one at the box office. Hmm. I don't know. But, though, sorry, those those are my thoughts on Just Sleep trailer. What did you guys think? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Are you hopeful? I know Lindley probably thinks well it's, it's got to be better than suicide squad <laughs> i don't know what do you think steven i'm interested to hear what you think you know the kind of movies i like good ones um yeah this this doesn't look good um i mean every trailer that's come out for this movie <clears throat> has not made me as the casual movie goer go oh i want to see that um, I saw Wonder Woman, loved it. Um, Batman v Superman, you know, re- see to me, Batman v Superman, Man of Steel and Suicide Squad have already, you know, sealed the fate of this universe. Um, because if you're going to build a, a cinematic universe, it has to be on stable foundation. Um, you know, and that's why I just, I don't think. I don't, I don't, I don't, there's too much going on in that trailer. I'm sorry. I know who these characters are, but I don't because this is DC's uh, cinematic universe. And it's like, I just, I don't know. I don't care about any of these people um, at all. There's just so much crap on the screen. Half the time, I just want to, you know, grab Windex and wipe the screen off because it's just so (laughs) ugly to look at. It's like, look. I guess you get some points for thinking, oh, we got to make this look somewhat different. So they decide to give it a emerald ruby red emerald city filter over the whole thing. But it still looks like, you know, generic alien things that they're fighting when it looks like a cutscene from a video game half the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the like only monkeys. Yeah. The only it's physical the thing I saw. Like yeah. The only physical thing I was seeing was, you know, the actors. Like, everything else, I was like, is that even there? Like, even the bedroom, or what was that, the Flash, uh, his room, 
Um, even that looks like it's, you know, green screened or something. Like, it's not even real. So it's like, I just, I, I look at this and I'm just like, that looks like headache inducing. I will pass. Um, and I fully predict this movie will suck. I predict there will be entertaining moments, but nothing that gives it an emotional weight that makes it worth your time. And I think it will bomb. Well, tell us how you really feel. Okay. I think it will really bomb. And I think Thor will kick its butt. So that's that. That's one chips all in. See, for me, I wasn't personally offended by the trailer. I don't think it was anything too terrible, but it was just more of the same, mm-hmm. more of what we've seen. Nothing about this trailer, except for maybe the bits with Aquaman, which I was surprised myself. Besides that, nothing got me excited. I'm like, okay, this is just more of the same. Plus a dream sequence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was just like, <laughs> I don't know. The final trailers are supposed to get you hyped. I personally think that the last trailer, not this one, but the one before, where it had the come together music yeah. in it, I personally think that was a better trailer. Mm-hmm. And again, Steven, our, our favorite trope is here. We got to... <sighs> No. Got a remix of a popular, popular song. No! Throw that in the trailer. Can't have trailer anymore without that anymore. (laughs) Oh my god. Do something original, DC. For the love of God and all things holy, do something original and halfway competent. Amen. At least we can rest... Aside from Wonder Woman, that was was really good. At least we can kind of rest (laughs) easy knowing that... uh, I am the Joe Oker. Uh, Lex Luthor will not be in um, this particular movie. Oh, oh, be quiet. He will be in it. He'll be in a post-credit scene. You watch. He got you watch. They filmed one. No, he got. Yeah, that's what they said. No, no. He'll be in the scene that a week later. Warner Brothers post to YouTube and everybody's like, what the heck is this? Yeah. They're gonna <laughs> back in. Okay. They don't give a crap. It's, what the heck is this? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Are you talking about like when they when they first introduced Steppenwolf? Like in yes. that in that trailer that they were like, yeah, like, they, yeah we deleted this from Batman v Superman. And they, they were like, posted. that added nothing. <laughs> <laughs> They're like that made us more confused. <laughs> we want to know. Universe we want to know man. why uh, Papa Kent was on the mountain. We don't want to. We don't want to see this. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about Papa Kent on the mountain. They're like, well, you got to pay thirty dollars to watch the Ultimate Edition in order to figure out why Papa Kent was on the mountain. I am going to spend 30 bucks on headache medicine after this mess. Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. Well, folks, let us know. Oh, let us know in your comments. Um, I'm sure Dave will chime in. He always has notes for me. Hey, Dave. Uh, Dave. Let us know what you guys think, um, especially if you like the Go Home DC You're Drunk uh, segment. And let us know your thoughts on the Just League trailer. Um, but I will say... Uh, and because we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk Last Jedi later, and of course we're gonna probably talk about John Boyega because he was in some really interesting clips in that trailer. 
But can I just say that my man John Boyega, much like Chadwick Boseman, is killing it right now in the film industry? Because he is all over that Pacific Rim Uprising trailer, and I have never been more hype. It's like watching an anime. It's like watching live-action Gundam Wing, and I'm so excited to see some Jaegers and some Kaiju fighting to the death. There's even some Jaegers fighting Jaegers. I love it. Please tell me you both saw Pacific Rim. I believe I said that was your homework like a, a couple of months ago. Um, My dog ate my homework. I lost it in the mail. Jesus wept, you two. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, well, well, I mean, like, I, I did it, but I left it at home. So you didn't watch the movie? Well, no, I started to, but then, you know, I, I had to go to a football game. You're a liar. And, and there... No, no, it's true. No, Mr. Sally, no. You're a, you're a liar. For those of you who also have never seen Pacific Rim, Pacific Rim, it's not a great movie. Let me explain. Pacific Rim has a very simple plot. Humanity in response to giant monsters from another dimension, decide to make giant robots that can only be piloted by two people. Previously on Pacific Rim, two people get into a giant robot and blow up the the monster's homeworld, which is like they're aliens trying to terraform Earth. One of the pilots... Not the ones, not one of the ones who actually blew up the dimension, but one of the pilots was Idris Elba. You might, you might remember him from the trailers because he was like, "This time we're canceling the apocalypse." And now John Boyega, who plays his son, is now piloting one of these, and he's also canceling the apocalypse. And I have never been happier because he's canceling it with Scott Eastwood, who was starting to grow on me. Don't know why. There's just something about the guy. I kind of like him. Like him more than his daddy. Kind of like him. <laughs> Sorry. We just turn the robots on and let them go. No, no. There's no Clint here. There's just Scott. There's no what here? Clint. That's his name. Clint. Clint Eastwood. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yes. Scott Eastwood. Okay. Yeah. So I I am I am pumped for this trailer. Plus, uh, you can't you can never go wrong with Tupac being your being your trailer song. Was it a slow cover of one of his songs? It was a remix of it. I mean, can you really have a slow cover of a rap song? Well, no, I guess you can because they because remember Valerian don't, did don't it. I think it I've I, th- I think I have don't heard. Give yeah, I've heard so. any ideas. Well, no, 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 no. Remember, did, did you ever hear the? the you better you know, lose yourself you know, we're gonna to be the music. Kids singing, Baby got back. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying, did you guys ever watch the Valerian trailer? That was gangsters. That a was long gangsters. Time ago. That was gangsters paradise. It's a slow cover of the gangsters paradise. Oh yeah. Yeah. So never mind. Yeah. They they have done uh, it. Yeah. Thanks, Hollywood. That movie was awful from what I heard. <laughs> Way to ruin that. Thanks, Hollywood. So, 
Thanks. Again, I'm I'm excited for Pacific Rim Uprising. Um, have either of you gotten a chance to see the trailer yet? I was no. going to. Jesus wept you two. Just away. watch Pacific Rim. It's a good movie. It's not a great movie. It's just a good movie. It'll hit you right in the feels. You're really selling this, Marcus. It's, I look, I'm being honest about Pacific Rim. Like, I don't want to hype it up and be like, it's the best movie ever. Because it's not, okay? But if you've got some money to spare and you just want to watch giant robots fight giant monsters, this is the movie for you. You will be satisfied. Plus, Charlie Day's in it. Uh, Who hates Charlie Day? Is he going to be in the sequel? Yes. He's like in the trailer. Cool. But is he singing about Dayman? No. He's being weird Charlie Day. Which in the end, isn't that what we all want? For Charlie Day to literally just play himself. I mean, I mean, he plays the same character in everything he does, but that's fine. We love that about him. That's what we want. Well, since they haven't seen the trailer yet, audience, please, please, somebody who has seen the Pacific the Pacific Rim Uprising trailer, please come talk to me. Let's let us strike up this conversation because it was a pretty good trailer, and I want and I want to talk to somebody about it. It'll probably be Dave. I told you, Marcus, I was going to, but then my goldfish ran away. No, a child, I will slap you in the throat. No, no, Mr. Sally, it's true. I saw it happen. Yeah. Well, we can talk about this, because I know you both have seen this trailer, at least. Uh, So, New Mutants is not your typical superhero movie. Nope. If you haven't seen the trailer yet. It's a haunted house. Surely by now you guys have, surely by now you guys have gotten a chance to, to watch it. Um, over the weekend, because um, I'm sure it is, it is. I know it's trending worldwide for me right now. Um, the New Mutants is an X-Men story that I guess is taking place in insane asylum. Not with your typical <laughs> like Cyclops and Rogue and you know the. Dave's gonna hit me because I'm I'm probably saying it wrong, but like. What you would think of as like standard X Men team. This is another team known as the New Mutants, and they're in this insane asylum with the Queen of the South and Alice Braga. And they are, it looks super scary, it looks super weird, and I kind of dig it. I'm always happy to see Maisie Williams in things. Right? And Anya Taylor-Joy, that girl, like, you're not quite sure if you like her or not. Like, you're not quite sure if she's a good actress. That was her! Yeah, yeah, she plays uh, Magic. Oh, okay. Yeah, she she was in The Witch and mm-hmm. Split. Yes, she was. I don't, I, I don't mind her. Like, I feel like... I love The Witch. Like, I feel like she's she's done good work. But it's kind of like, is she a good actress or is she just in good movies? I think she needs the proper director. I think she does too. 
But anyways, we're talk we're 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 talking about new mutants. Um what'd you guys think of the trailer? It was for it if it if this was just like a regular like Blumhouse horror movie, I'd be like, all right, it's, uh, here we go again, jump scare. But knowing that this is going to be canon mm. in an X Men universe, mm-hmm. I, I'm a little taken aback. I don't hate it. I don't hate the idea. I thought it was a good trailer, but I just I don't know what to do with it. Hmm. <laughs> like like. I'm like um, so I'm I'm trying I'm trying to kind of clarify. So you're not quite sure like where it lines up in the overall canon. Um, it's it's more not so much that, but it's more in deciding what to do with the tone because it's so different. Mm-hmm. But then again, I felt the same way about Legion. But after I was, it didn't take me long to absolutely love Legion. Mm-hmm. But again, it was just such a departure from everything else we were getting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we've got the X-Men movies. They, they kind of have a formula. They have an action movie superhero formula. Then you take something like Legion, which y- you want, you're wondering what you took before you watched mm-hmm. it. And then this is straight up horror genre. Mm-hmm. So it's it's strange to me how the same universe can have so many different tones. I mean, even though even though Again, I'm not opposed to it. Right. I think it's really unique. Well I was gonna say, even though the Marvel Cinematic Universe hasn't gone into the horror genre yet, I mean they have given us different types of movies. You know what I mean? Like they've given us the spy flick, they've given us the heist, they've given us the the fantasy movie, they've given us the space opera. Um I think it's I think it's a bold I think it's a bold move to go into the horror genre cuz it's something that we don't associate with superhero movies except for kind of and kind of also adding this topic in except for a movie like uh, unbreakable or split where you kind of get that horror movie feel to it but it's still a superhero movie mm-hmm. you know so i mean i i definitely i definitely get what i definitely get what you're saying Lindley. i i for me I guess I, I i i dig that they're doing something new with it and and from the trailer it looks like they might it might pay off but as always especially with the x-men cinematic universe you always gotta you always gotta be worried about all right timeline wise in your fractured timeline where does this end up because you're telling me it's in the same universe as everything else but where are where's professor x where it where is you know wolverine where's the where's the rest of the x-men is this in some alternate timeline that got fractured after Days of Futures Past? You know, he, these are the things that keep me up at night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Steven, what about uh, what about you? What what did you think of said trailer? Well, 
I think we may have actually talked about this a long time ago on a podcast, my thoughts. Um, when you look at the entire X-Men franchise of films, they are such a Frankenstein hybrid of different genres. Um, you know, the original films kind of rejuvenated uh, the comic book film genre. They were part of that era. And then the next few kind of jumped on the origin story bandwagon that was popular because of Batman Begins. Um, and then Days of Future Past tried to reconcile it all, only for you know it to kind of be going in the direction it's going in now, where they're now trying to jump in on cinematic universes. And, you know, as a trailer on its own, I will say I agree with you, Lindley. I, I was kind of taken aback, like, hmm, this is kind of an interesting direction. Um, you know, it's it's kind of funny. X-Men deals with, like, the next stage in human evolution, um, you know, these films are kind of like that. They keep evolving to stay relevant. Um, but I feel like the timeline, because it has undergone so many changes over time, it is so wrecked beyond belief. Like, you just can't reconcile them anymore, but yet the films act like you should. And it just, I feel like that really weakens the overall experience. Um, and I just, I, it, it just knowing that it's really hard for me to get interested in something that I know is based in a universe that has not been reconciled with a continuity wise uh, sort of thing. And for me, that is a huge deal, especially if you're going to go with a cinematic universe direction um, or just not, cin but you know, you know what I mean? Universe building. Um, so, I mean, you know, at some point, you know, I thought Logan was a great movie, but at some point, you know, there's going to be a future X-Men movie that renders it completely not canon. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's, that's just basically, um, that's my take on it. Cool trailer, but, you know, it's, it's really hard to ignore the other problems in that universe. But, Steve, I mean, I mean, if I may, I mean, you, but you got to remember, too. You're starting to get this new trend with the X-Men universe where they're kind of ignoring they're kind of ignoring each other now. Um Days of Futures Past, that essentially that reset the timeline, so to speak, or like created an alternate timeline for us to play around with. Um so you have like these you have the X-Men in the eighties. That's one timeline. And but then you have a movie like Logan that is set in the same universe, but kind of ignores telling you exactly like when it is like, is this a part of the timeline of, you know, the James McAvoy, James Stewart, or is this the timeline of uh, the Patrick, the Patrick Stewart Um Professor X. I think I said you know. Jay, I think I said Patrick Stewart twice, but still, <laughs> you guys knew what I said. Professor no, X. I, know you, I, be, I believe there is a Deadpool quote about this exact dilemma, and I'm, it escapes <laughs> me right now. Um, but well, yeah. he says McAvoy or Stewart. These, 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 Which one, Stewart or McAvoy? <laughs> I can't deal with these alternate timelines or something. Well, it, yeah. and even and even Deadpool is in the same universe. But ignores that question. Yep. 
And so, oh my god! <laughs> even so, it's like a... even the gifted, oh, uh, the new show on on Fox right now, kind of ignores that question. That was happening. Yeah, like it's said in it's said in the same universe, but they just don't acknowledge each other. And the and the question is, is that a good idea? Because it's working. No, I think that's terrible. But it's working in their favor. Because look at how well Logan was. Logan was great because it did not have anything to do with any other movie. It wasn't universe building. It was just here is Logan's final story. But that was just because it was a just a yeah, it was a good good movie. There but, was quality yeah. to but it. But then what about Deadpool? We don't know about this again. Well, see. Fine on its own. Yeah, merits. Deadpool. We don't know about New Mutants yet. We don't know how it's going to be on its own merit. But what about See, Deadpool? Go ahead. But, but again, what I mean, but I'm saying though, surely that is attributing to it because if you look at Marvel's Marvel TV, right? As much as I love the Netflix shows, there is a problem with them. They cannot acknowledge, or they won't acknowledge. What is happening in the movies to a certain degree? They talk about the Battle of New York, but that's about it. They never talk about the Sokovia Accords. They never talk about like the Ultron incident. They never talk about anything. They don't never talk about the demise of Shield. Uh, they don't talk about any of the other shows other than like the Netflix shows, obviously. But they don't mention Agents of Shield. Inhumans mentions Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but let's just keep it real. Inhumans is kind of in this weird position where how do you talk about Inhumans when the movies haven't talked about Inhumans? The only reference to Inhumans is on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Inhumans is connected, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is also connected to the movies. It's closer. It's the closest to the movies. So you have agents, you have inhumans that's like we're part of the universe and we want to reference each other, but nobody else knows we exist. It's not the same as like the X Men cinematic universe, where they're just like we're not going to talk about it. Just enjoy the movie. Just know that it's in the same universe. Maybe it's in a maybe it's an alternate timeline that got fractured by Days of Future's Past. You don't know. But you're going to sit there and enjoy this movie. It would be very distracting, though, um, to have to sit there and watch a story and be trying to figure that out. And see, with Deadpool, though, that movie breaks the fourth wall. So if we're putting that in the same universe and, you know, it works for that film, but as a series as a whole, if you're going to go with the universe building, it undermines how serious you should take the rest of it. But that's and I just that is bothersome to me. But that's the character. Like in the comic books, nobody else can break the fourth wall but Deadpool. Right. So I mean, like that's that's just the character. Like they all think he's just crazy. He's the only one that realized that he's in a movie or in a comic book. But I'm saying though, like with the in the case of Logan, Logan doesn't have any ties to. Like explaining to you, like where is this at in the grand scheme of things? 
And to me, and a lot of people said this, like, that's what makes Logan so strong, is that it's so disconnected from everything else that it was able to kind of be its own movie. Which but is, is that... But, is, I mean... But but still, they're trying to go in a universe-building direction, though. And you just can't reconcile anything when you do that. But then you have the problem that Marvel has. Where you, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do that, you have to acknowledge it in on all aspects. And there's so there's so much content out there. I think Marvel is realizing you can't do that with everything without undermining what someone else is going to do in the movies. That's why they haven't mentioned Inhumans. So to me, I I mean, first, I think I think. Uh, Fox, Fox has got it. They cracked. They've cracked the newest code. They've they've evolved. Because guess what? They're not giving us, as you put it, dollar store X Men, which is what we're getting. We're getting we're getting dollar store X Men in the Inhuman story. Hmm. So it's because they want to acknowledge each other all the time, but. They're not. They're not taking advantage of the platforms that they have. X-Men is like, let's just avoid that. Let's have Legion say it's in the same universe. Let's have Deadpool say it's in the same universe. Let's have Logan put in the same universe. Let's have New Mutants put in the same universe. If you want the main story, watch Days of Futures Past. This is not all including Cloak and Dagger, which has still yet to come out. Right. Hmm. Which Cloak and Dagger, I believe, is not... I believe that that show is also not going to have a lot of references to a lot of people because I know they said the Runaways wouldn't. And they're they're all on these different channels, and I don't know. It's confusing. You've got Cloak and Dagger on CW. We got Runaways on Hulu. We got Jessica Jones and all this on Netflix. We've got everything else on ABC. Legions on FX. I'm so confused by it all. It is. Multiverses give me a headache. It's it's definitely. I mean, it's it's definitely. I feel like it's hurting their brand, and I think it's very clear with Inhumans, because that is the biggest piece of garbage I have ever seen, and I've watched Iron Fist. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> oh jeez. It's garbage. It's hot garbage. Lindley, I don't know. I understand how you watched it. No, like, yeah. Um, I I got to go to a special screening of Inhumans. Which, it, the cool thing was is that we got to watch it on Jack Kirby's birthday. And, F, and like, before we watched it, we all sang happy birthday in honor of Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. But, uh, just, man. It, it was not great. And again, I they only showed us the first two episodes. They showed they showed us what we were what people who paid to see this in the theaters mm-hmm. would have seen. I was not impressed at all by the by the acting, by the script. Just none of it was can I say, held together well. Can I say I think I figured out the Achilles heel? I wanted to get confirmation before I said this. The Achilles heel to Marvel to Marvel's TV, Scott Buck. Now remember, 
Remind me who that is again. Oh, I'll be more than happy to remind you who he is. Scott Buck <laughs> was the producer and showrunner of Iron Fist. Then he got removed. And then guess where he got moved to? Inhumans. Which also bombed. Look, I'm not a scientist. But I learned pretty quickly if there's if there's something in common between at least two things, guess what? That's probably your answer. So if you're trying to figure out what's what's wrong, what's the problem with Marvel TV? It's Mr. Scott Buck. I don't know. Would we we'll have to see. I'm I'm not I'm not hopeful that humans will last much longer. Jury's still out on the no, gifted. They, no, they've already come out. They've they've changed their marketing to saying season one of Inhumans to saying the complete series. So I'm pretty sure this is the only season of Inhumans, unless something happens and they make a huge improvement. This is the last of the Inhumans we're going to be seeing. Which is a shame. It'll, it'll go away. Spoilers. It'll go away as soon as Medusa's hair did in that show. That was dumb. I was so pissed about that. That was so no, dumb. No, I, was like, I was like, oh, okay. Now I understand why they paid $5 for that wig. Just, oh. I wasn't even offended by the costumes. I was just... The story was boring. Like I felt like I was watching low, like a low-budgeted Game of Thrones. And the acting, dear God, the acting. Black Bolt was boring. Black Bolt looked constipated the entire time. Yes. Yes. Karnak was not cool at all. Not like I read in the comics. It was a mess. Who, who was the... Ugh, her name is escaping me. Who's the girl that was like Lockjaw's keeper? Crystal. Crystal. Oh my gosh, I wanted to slap her. Oh yeah, she was definitely like the annoying, uh, annoying teenager. It was like, do we have all the tropes? Good. Let's make Marvel Game of Thrones. There was even a sex scene. <laughs> oh my god that's what they were trying to do what they were making Game of Thrones well they already have Ramsey Bolton oh. I know you can't and look what happened to him you can't dollar store he wasn't bad he for me he was the only entertaining part of that show I could see that what it wasn't so it wasn't lockjaw. No, it wasn't awful CGI lockjaw. <laughs> I will say, watching it, it was better than what they showed us in the trailer, but still not the greatest. Again, we 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 will have to see. I 
I, I hear rumors that they're still waiting to hear, well, to see what the reviews will end up being. Before they say, we're definitely going to make this like a limited series. Because if you if you have the Inhumans there and they just go back to the moon, does that mean we're just never going to see them again? <laughs> I don't know, but me and my friend who I saw this with, who we went to the screening with, mm-hmm. if she's listening, we learned one thing. The meek shall inherit the moon. That's all we learned. <laughs> the moon, I tell you, the moon! Was that a line? Because mind you, I was no. I was also sick when I watched this, so I fell asleep like <laughs> at the beginning of episode two. Like I legit looked at my clock and I was like, "Dang, how long is this supposed to be on? Two hours! <laughs> two hours! I was like, this is too much. This is some boo." <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, guys, I'm I'm fe- I'm really fearing that we're get we're getting to the the superhero fatigue mode, and I don't want us to get to that. I think I think I think Marvel's way too smart to let that happen. They're way too smart to let that happen, and they still there's they still have some aces in the hole. Don't forget, eventually, Marvel and X-Men have to team up. For both their sakes. Neither neither can go on for too long without the other. Because there's so many stories that they can't do without the other. Neither can die while the other lives. <laughs> Only one can survive. <laughs> No, that's going to be what that's going to be the wild card that Justice League plays. They're going to the end credit scene, there's going to be the Joker and he's going to come face to face with Thor and it was all a big crossover movie with Marvel. It's still going to suck. <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> but you know Marvel wouldn't even be at the table for that conversation. <laughs> they would be like like hey, you guys want to team up? Uh, hey guys, let's try to make humans really work, okay? <laughs> They're like, no, well, it no, no, but they sound like it, they went that way. <laughs> I I thought they can't. I thought you guys canceled Inhumans. No, we're gonna try again. We're just gonna reboot it. We did it with Spider Man. It it worked out for us, so we're just gonna reboot it. Are you sure? Like we can we can have like Iron Man fight Batman? No, no, we're positive. <laughs> we're absolutely positive. Actually, I would still love to see that, though. I mean, yeah, because Batman would win. You know what's not going to suck? What's that? Star Wars The Last Jedi. But you know why I know it's not going to (laughs) suck? Why? Because I've seen most of the movie in the trailer. Oh. I mean, am I... I mean, am I wrong? No, yes. Yes, you are. I'm not wrong. You've seen the entire movie. They even showed the, the nope, twist end. you have not. 
Nope. What have I not seen? It is a fake out. What have I not seen? I think it's a. I. I really. Everything no, no, no. in that trailer is a fake. I. I'm gonna call it now. I. I agree, but it's Except not. Porgs. But it doesn't porgs take a rocket scientist to figure out like what they're faking out. Okay. Like the twist, like the twist end, with Ray and Kylo. If you don't want to mm-hmm. hear, if you don't want to hear this potential spoiler, turn this off for like two seconds. Or, well, these are just theories. We I mean, don't know for sure. I know the movie actually comes out. I know, but <laughs> if if it ends up being true, like I don't want people to get mad at us. So mute, so mute your oh, mute your podcast. That's, that's true. Mute your podcast right now, and uh, let me get through this. I'll give you a second. Okay, Kylo Ren and Ray. Are gonna run off together to train for themselves as Jedi. Okay. Kylo's Kylo's gonna Kylo's gonna leave uh, Emperor Snoke, and uh, Ray's gonna leave Luke, and they're gonna and that's and that's what that scene is when she's like like teach me, because she needs a teacher, and uh, uh, Kylo's gonna want redemption. And Kylo Ren needs. No, Kylo Ren needs to get slapped across the face because he's a punk. Well, I mean, he's going to, but he's also going to feel bad. I have feelings about Kylo Ren. <laughs> I mean, it didn't help. Oh, sorry, audience. You can you can unmute your mic if you didn't. <laughs> if you didn't. <laughs> Come back. Yeah, because if they muted, because if they muted they're definitely going to hear that. Yes, they might. You all know their lives. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Uh, I, I, I do I do believe we did see a lot I will admit that we did see a lot in this trailer but I don't think a lot of it is connected I think it's misleading because any sense whatsoever yeah because if you remember in the Force Awakens trailer they showed uh, Captain Phasma and like in a very kind of uh authoritarian position but she had like such a small part in the finished movie um Mm -hmm. and i feel like you know if disney's smart they probably edited it in such a way to really conceal the main conflict of this film pretty well yeah obviously ray is going to try to train under luke um but my prediction honestly (laughs) and this is what i've kind of been thinking is you know Luke all right this is just my theory and I could be totally off base here I think Luke realized the cyclical nature of the dark side and the light that he decided to kill off the um his Jedi and I think that's what turned Kylo Ren to the dark side and I think that fake out scene where it looked like he was going to go kill Leia I don't think I think in the end it's going to be that's uh, Snoke's final test of his loyalty. Can he kill off Princess Leia or General no, Organa? No. But I don't think he's going to be able to. No. I think she's going to realize that, but she's also going to realize that if he doesn't do it, uh, Snoke will kill him. So I think she's going to commit suicide to protect Kylo Ren Mm-mm. and hopefully no, turn him back. No, I believe. No, no, um, I believe that scene where Ray's like, "I need a guide." Uh, and we see Kylo Ren extend his hand. That can go one of two ways. Either she's not talking to him specifically, 
or that's not going to be as big a revelation as the film is making it out to be. Kind of like when Luke says it's time for the Jedi to end. I feel like that is also just going to be a sort of something we learn about him early on. Um, you know, that's kind of how I feel this is going to play out. Cause I think Kylo Ren, you know, he's being pulled back to the light and Ray, I almost feel like it could go where Ray starts to get pulled towards the dark in this one. That's, that's what I kind of think it's going to happen. I don't think that they would go the route of having her commit suicide though. No, I don't They either, They wouldn't do that. Not now. There would be riots in well, the street. There would be there would be riots in the capital. Well, I mean, like if it was like a mission or of some sort, you know, not like I don't I don't know how to describe, like almost like a kamikaze mission, where you know she sacrifices herself or something, but something to kind of you know give the illusion that Kylo Ren finished his mission without actually having him take that on his conscience. That's what I think what would happen. But that goes, that that plays into the theory, which I mean, I guess could be true. That plays into the theory about uh, Han Solo actually pressing the button that activated the lightsaber that killed him. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I feel like people want him, I feel like people want Kylo so, they, they, we get that he's not comp- he hasn't completely turned to the dark side. We get that. But I also feel like he is the type of person like he's not afraid to kill people. And just because he he looks remorseful at the end of of killing Han doesn't mean like he's not willing to kill Han. Like it could still eat him up. It can still not turn him to the dark side, but make him be remorseful. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like, mm-hmm. what's the word I'm trying? What, what am I trying to say? Like I just, I just, I just feel like we're 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 giving too much into the theory of the the Solo family is essentially trying to protect Kylo because he's some t- sort of double agent. Hey, it could work. But I don't think, I, I don't know if, I wouldn't call him a double agent, though. I feel like this is just the, I feel like this is the story of, here's the kid, he is he is rebelling against his parents, he's getting hooked up with the wrong type of people. Third movie, he finally finds redemption because he finally realizes, I don't need to be like my grandfather. Or he realizes what his grandfather, in the end, what he stood for. I don't know. Lynn, Lynn, what, what do you think? Porgs. Oh my god. Okay. Lindley, tell us about the Porgs. <laughs> They're adorable and my birthday is in a week and I want one. Wait, Someone wait a minute. Me a porg. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this Porg thing like the whole uh, what's her name from Stranger Things thing? Eleven? No, no, no. Not Eleven. The The chick that doesn't matter. Barb does not matter. Okay, let's get that Barb straight right now. Should. Barb does not matter. Barb. The porg, 
probably Justice doesn't matter. For Barb. I I don't know. My theory is that the Porgs are going to be the new Ewok. You're either going to love them or you're going to hate them. Isn't there just one? Either way, we're going to get an animated series out of them. What? Isn't there just one in the trailer? Maybe, but there's like there's like production pictures or like stills of there being more than one porg. I'm looking this up right now. But I think this is going to be Chewie's theory because his his companion is dead, so this is his therapy. He just gets a little porg, and they're just really cute. And porgs are porgs are all that matter now. Porgs are love. Porgs are life. Porgs are the key to all this. Like I said, you mean like Jar Jar Binks was? Because again, we all know how that no. turned out. No. What you said? You said porgs were the key to all of this. Yeah, it was. It was called Dark being porgs. ironic. <laughs> it's called irony. That's what we call irony. See, so you went that. I was thinking more Alanis Morissette. <laughs> I see no pictures of porgs. I see one picture of one porg, and it's from the trailer. No, there are multiple porgs. I see no porgs whatsoever. I see one porg, and I see it in the same exact position as the trailer. While you're looking for that, can we talk about my man's John Boyega holding it down against Captain Phasma? Oh my gosh, he looks looks so awesome. But it looks like, again, again, it looks like he could potentially be having to go back to work for the First Order. No. You may have to go undercover. No, he looks like he's getting captured in one of, like, the shots. He might be. But is is Finn really that talented enough to be a double agent? Well, I don't know. He, I mean, he's he, probably mad because they're sending him back to Jakku. <laughs> Why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? Roses are red, violets are blue. Why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? Look, just just That's as long not how rhyming works. Just as long as Ray <laughs> and Finn end up together, I'm happy. I, I would be I know so yeah. many people that like ship her and Kylo and I'm just like nah They're probably gonna be cousins. Kylo's a punk that needs to get slapped right. No, I don't know. I don't think they're related. <laughs> Everyone I think it's too easy. It's too easy. Wait, who's not related? Kylo and Ray. It does seem a bit too easy. See, my theory is that they're both going to be like the Force incarnate. Um, And I think it's leading us to believe that uh, Rey might be the light side incarnate and uh, Kylo Ren might be the dark side. But I think it's going to be it's the big twist is going to it's going to be reversed Um, because Kylo Ren is being pulled back to the light. I think he he is the light side incarnate, but he was corrupted by Snoke. And Ray is the dark side incarnate um, because let's face it, you know, it would make more sense for a movie called The Force Awakens. Um, you know, I feel like that's the awakening that Snoke's talking about. They are the Force incarnate. I think it's going to be kind of a twist on that chosen one. 
uh, prophecy that they had in the prequels, but a little more interesting. Yep. You are the chosen Porg. <laughs> there is one picture of one Porg. One. Uh, Don't turn the Porgs no. into Barb. Barb? I told you, they're going to be the new Ewoks. No, they're going to be the new Barb. I'm gonna... Everyone's going to freak out about them, and everyone's going to love them, but they're only going to be in the movie for like five minutes. Check it is going chat. to die. It has big eyes. Check the chat. These are toys, Lindley. These to are die. toys that I'm looking at. No, they're These not. are not actual stills. They're not. What? These no, are not. Are These are toys, Those Lindley. These are not toys. Okay, they the first not. picture is concept Stop. art. The second one is an actual still. I have seen that one. <laughs> I win. Again, this looks like a toy. This looks like promotional <laughs> art for a toy. You are a hey. toy. You are a child's plaything. You want to know the hard truth? That's probably why these things are in the movie. I mean, I know that's toys. why do you think BB-8 was in the first movie. <laughs> it's because they wanted to sell a toy. No, at least BB-8 was actually part of the plot. He wasn't just like, oh, here's a cute droid. No, like, he he actually had the information that helped lead to Luke's location. Will he still be important so Don't say in that BB-8 is Jedi? useless. Or is he going to be a I barb? Think... That's what I'm going to start calling useless He's... characters are barbs. That... I'm that this conversation is triggering. Or rather, because... the character that dies that everybody remembers. No, except wait, for wait, me. hold on, hold on, hold on. No, shut, shut. Just don't even talk. How are we not talking about the little Eevee Pokemon in the trailer? The little Iceon. Oh, the Crystal Fox. Around. The yes. Crystal Fox. Yes, I want one. Daddy, get me a squirrel, and then get me an Eevee, an Ice Eevee. It looks so you can, cool. You can have that. I'll t- I just want a pork. The pork is not important, really Lindley. See, this is why we can't get off it, Stephen, because she keeps saying this thing, and she's pulling a barb. You're making the pork into the barb. <laughs> justice. The pork is the key to all of this. Justice for the Texan. Justice for the Texan. Justice for the Texan. Justice for the Texan. <laughs> Never forget Quincy. Justice for the Texan. Who? <laughs> the pork has big eyes. I wonder if it'll shoot first. I wonder if the what? I wonder if the a pork will die at the hands of the demi gorgon because that's where it's going to end up, like Barb. Oh my god! Justice oh for the Texan. Gosh. Justice for the Texan. Maybe the little Justice for the Texan. Eat the porg. Maybe I hope so. <sighs> no, but seriously, I think I think the porg is going to have powers. It has powers. The, Marcus, you don't even. The know. porg does not have powers. It's the Barb of Star Wars. You don't know that. I know that because no, it's know? nothing. I've seen one picture, one, and then Lindley showed me some toy promotional art. Wrong. You want to know who the Barb of Star Wars was? Who? It was, what's her name, in Attack of the Clones. The decoy who gets blown up at the beginning. And Padme's like, no. shoot. And then she's like, I failed you, Senator. And it's like, was it Corday, I think her name is? Corday, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and she's like, 
how did you fail me? You were supposed to be the decoy who gets blown up instead of me. And she's like, you... oh, yeah, and then she dies. <laughs> that like, is no, the barb of Star Wars. There's multiple barbs. There's multiple barbs. Except in Stranger Things, okay, Marcus, there's only one barb in Stranger Things. You watch Things. your mouth. No, 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 you watch your mouth. Justice for the Texan. Stop making the porgs the barb. Justice oh for gosh, the Texan. A pork Halloween costume. Oh my gosh. The pork will find you. I'm sure there's a barb Halloween look costume. For you. <laughs> no, there is. No, there really is. They actually sell barb um, Halloween costumes. Why? This is a thing? Why? Barb is, yeah. <laughs> because. Oh my gosh, that's a thing. She is absolutely useless. Justice for the Texan. Slap you in your throat. Who Give me Texan? a Quincy costume. The Texan is Rory Calhoun. Is that who you're talking about? No, I'm talking oh, about wait, Quincy here's a... from Dracula. Quincy. What does what does Quincy have to do with Stranger Things? Because Dane? I remember him more I mean... than I remember Barb. <laughs> Quincy but Morris. That's... Yes. Yeah, it's Quincy Morris, oh which I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. But Quincy is not in Stranger Things. It doesn't matter. You're treating Barb like she's Quincy Morris. But she's not. She's an insignificant character. She's just sad because her best friend becomes popular and then they never talk about her again. She dies and then they forget about her. Justice for the Texans. Anyways, I thought the the trailer was pretty cool. Um... All things considered. Steven, we are not okay. talking about that. We're talking about Barb again. No. Marcus Sally, <laughs> you son of a gun. In all seriousness. <laughs> I can't. Seriousness. Seriousness is even out the window, Lindley. <laughs> once, once I started making callbacks from a couple of episodes ago, oh, it just went out the window. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I did like the trailer. It got me excited. It gave me the feels, mm-hmm. especially with Carrie. I still mm. want Kylo Ren to get slapped. But I'm excited, and it was good to hear Luke say a line of dialogue. And, oh, you know, speaking of Luke, too, there was that that one shot where he's talking about the power that scared him. He really did seem to be like the Luke from Return of the Jedi, but Mm -hmm. older. Like, like Mm -hmm. he didn't seem like Mark Hamill at a convention. He seemed like Mm -hmm. that sort of very excitable kind of scared luke again um just you know obviously much older and i i thought that was like wow it's like it it really is luke <laughs> i mean i know that sounds kind of like duh to say but like i can't really describe it very well it, it really it felt good to see that i feel like he's i feel like mark hamill is super excited for to like bring luke back I think that we're gonna. I think we're definitely gonna get a great performance out of him. Um, I mean, how old was he when he did when he was Luke Skywalker the first time in the original trilogy? 
he wasn't that old. He was in his 20s somewhere, like early 20s, I think, when he started. Had he done anything before that? He'd done a few things, I think, like television and mm. stuff like that. I feel like um, I feel like he's. I feel like this is. This will be nice to see him, like, see what he's learned over the years. You know, as far as like developing characters and being so involved in the storytelling process, like for instance, i.e., like the Joker, um, to see him take everything that he learned from the Joker and say, "Okay, now, as an actor." Take what you learned, apply it to a character that you've played in the past, but didn't have that much knowledge. Be a true men- be a true mentor in this in this film. And I think we might. I think I feel like he is going to be. I feel like Mark Hamill is the key to this movie. I feel like this movie is going to hinge on his performance, and I feel like he's going to make it great. And he's going to add something different to it that a lot of people complain about with The Force Awakens, that it's essentially a new hope. Mm-hmm. You know? But I feel like that, just that change from Mark Hamill will be nice to see. Yeah. But, audience, what do you think? Do you agree with us? Do you not agree with us? I know if you're new to the show, uh, <laughs> listen to the previous episodes there was a there was a time when we had a very big argument about barb from stranger things and yeah i dug i dug it up because that's what was happening um but do you agree is are the porgs are the porgs the the barb of the star wars universe or are the porgs the key to everything as steven says Lindley just Lindley just wants one. She, I, I feel like you don't have, you don't think that they're the key to everything, but you just really want one. That's all I want. I just want a pork. Having a pork would make everything better. Well, you're not getting a pork. We're not letting you have one. No pork. No, no porks. Stop for, ruining my life. No porks for Christmas. Not until Quincy Morris gets justice. No, I agree with you on that. Quincy Morris needs justice, like, but poor. Well, his ancestor, John Morris, appears in the video game Castlevania Bloodlines uh, to avenge it uh, against Dracula. So, you know, justice is served. Don't you get saucy with us, Bernice. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. Marcus Elizabeth, watch your tone. Why, why are we quoting Audrey? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> also, you should check Facebook, Marcus. It's Star Wars confirmed. It's what? It's Star Wars, like, official Star Wars confirmed. There are multiple porks. That doesn't mean anything yes! to me. That doesn't mean anything to me. That is promotional art. Anyways audience it's a video we have to go i have to go put put lindley down some more by letting her know that the porgs are indeed the barb of the star wars universe before we go as per usual we like to make sure that you guys keep in touch with us so lindley without talking about a porg where can the folks at home reach you (laughs) 
folks at home, you can mostly find me on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Lottie. Just got back from New York Comic Con, so I have a lot of cosplay pictures up. Um, I was there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I if I got to meet you, it was awesome. You're awesome, and yeah, check me out there. Stephen, where can the folks at home reach you? Well, folks at home, if you head on over to YouTube and type in Nightmare of the Masked Lady, I'm sure you'll find me uh, really quickly. Um, you know, maybe just watch it a few times, maybe about 60 times. Bump me over a thousand views. That'd be awesome. Hit subscribe if you want. That'd be pretty cool, too. Um, yeah, I guess you could also find me on Twitter uh, at, if my computer would load faster, you can find me at Bailey's Workshop. Woo. And of course, folks at home, you can always reach me on that Twitter at Mark, M-A-R-C underscore Leroy, L-A-R-O-Y. You can also reach me at the Popcorn Prattle Facebook page, as well as the Popcorn Prattle uh, Twitter account at Popcorn, P-O-P-C-R-O-N underscore Prattle, P-R-A-T-T-L-E. And I think... Guys, that is everything. Um, So, without further ado, I leave you with this. From all of us to all of you, we wish you peace, love, tranquility, and the fact that Barb is useless in Stranger Things. Go Quincy Morris! Justice for the Texan! Justice for the Texan! Justice for the Texan!